0: This is uh, Porter, well, actually Porter County Buzz, uh, WVLP 103.1, and uh, this host, one of the hosts, Greg Sims, with Andy Bozek, and our special guest today is a uh, county councilman and the president of the council, Jeremy Rivas. Hello, Jeremy. How you doing, Greg? <laughs> Andy? Jeremy. <laughs> uh, thanks for
1: having me on. Uh, well,
0: we're excited. Actually, this is really cool that we've got you on here we got royalty in the room. <laughs> Get an opportunity to pick you, brain. Right. We kind of talked about you last episode, so... We, we did. We did do that. Now you can defend some of the, the awesome things we said about
1: you. Well, i got to be honest. I didn't listen to the last episode. I listened to the first one. So this is the third, right? Uh, yes, yeah, this is number
2: three. Yeah, actually so just, to let everybody know, what we're trying to work on right now is... Uh, we are going to be put, posting our older shows on Facebook, so you guys can catch up. So, Jeremy, you've got plenty of time once we get these up to catch up on the last show.
3: <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, well, go ahead,
2: go ahead, and okay. okay. Well, and Jeremy, uh, again, thank you for joining us today. Why don't you just start off and tell us a little bit about, you know, what you represent, what you do, um, kind of what you do with the county council, and, and where, where you're representing.
1: Well, I represent the second district, which is basically almost all of Portage Township, uh, maybe 85%, 90% uh, um, of Portage Township. Some of it goes into, uh, I believe is the first district, which is the Doolin um, mm-hmm. kind of area, and uh, the fourth district grabs a little bit of south um, Portage Township. Um, so I represent that that district. That's where I've grown up and lived my whole life, Portage Township in Portage, um, graduated from Portage High School. I uh, currently live there now, obviously, in the district, So, um, and this is my 12th year on the council, and my third year as the president of the council.
3: Wow. That's, that's a long, long time, ahead.
2: man. You guys have done a lot of great things. I know I've been part of a few of those things with you for a few years, and it seems like
0: uh kind of done a really good path. So, well, I think the best things have happened the last couple, three years, you know, since I've been on there, but that's just, you know, well, my yeah. perspective on things.
3: <laughs> it could it could be be fine, you can You would be <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jeremy, part of South Haven is also part of that portage, right? Correct. That's um, okay. South Haven okay. is Forest
1: Township, so all of South Haven goes to the Forest Township school systems.
0: Is that Salt Creek as well?
1: No, Salt Creek is uh, Union Township. Oh. So that's um, okay. in the 4th District. Okay. Um, Mr. Totally. Justin.
2: Okay, good. And uh, so you are the, the council leader, you are our president, our chairman. Kind um, of explain you know, what you do as what a County councilman. We know what we do, but <laughs> the people know what we do.
3: <laughs>
1: well, we're the fiscal officers of the the county. Um and it, as President, you know, I help set the agenda for every every meeting, try to keep things off that i don't you know think should be on there um and then it's just try to prepare work with the auditor, work with uh, our secretary joy, and get everything laid out, and hopefully everything is on there properly um biggest thing too is communicating, try to work with the Board of commissioners work with the auditor's office and listen to you guys and it's just try to be kind of a conduit, you know, flow of information, you know, prior to our meetings as we gear up every month for our meetings. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know, and then as I kind of think of myself at every meeting is not really, not really a referee, but I I guess somewhat of a referee, you know, (laughs) everybody, you know, everybody has a right to represent their constituents. So it's, you know, I don't, think I've ever gaveled anybody down or anything just gavel in and gavel out and Mm -hmm. try to make sure everybody uh, gets to be heard.
2: Well I think I'll compliment you on that because I mean just as our last meeting for an example you know it was a very tense meeting there was a lot of people there that wanted to speak out Mm -hmm. about a very important matter to them and to us Um, and you know really it wasn't on our agenda at that point Jeremy could have called the vote we could have left it and just left it at that Uh, but you gave them an opportunity and I I fully agree with that I know all the council members Mm -hmm. did. Um, to give them an opportunity to talk, to explain their problems, but also respectfully. You know, you started off, you gave them a a time limit, so somebody's not up there for 20 minutes. Uh, But you also mentioned that, you know, just keep it respectfully. We're not here to bash anybody. We're here to work forward and and, and communicate ideas to each other. And, I mean, I I don't compliment
0: you much, but I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) And one thing, too, that some people don't realize is that the president cannot initiate any motions.
1: Yeah, I don't. I I follow that rule. I don't. I don't make Mm -hmm. motions, but you know, I I will second if need be. That's kind of the rules we've lived by. Um, Mm -hmm. But I just, like I said, I just kind of, you know, take the motions that are laid Mm -hmm. on the floor and, you know, Mm -hmm. properly go through them and, you know, kind of let you guys control the action and Mm -hmm. I just kind of let it let it flow through me.
2: And sometimes you are a punching bag. I mean, you are the face of the council, so uh, a constituent wants to call in a constituent. Did a face like a punching bag? <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, but, you know, you really are, and so the department has, not that the department has and the public doesn't reach out to us as well, but uh, a lot of the time you're that first point of contact because you are the executive of our uh, branch, our our county council. Um, In addition to that, something that uh, I know we've talked about before is communication with the commissioners Mm -hmm. and uh, how well that's gone as of late, um, you know, how how you guys have improved on that while I was gone off the council and how it just seems to be working good and Mm -hmm. and we're on that right path. So it's another thing that's a headache
3: for you. I
1: I think that's important is there's the executive, you know, we're the the fiscal body um, and We've got to know what each other's doing. We've got to talk to each other. And I think you guys have done a great job, too. Everybody's communicating with one another. Everybody's communicating with the commissioners if there's an issue that they have. Everybody's communicating with the auditor. We have a great auditor. I, I think, you know... Greg, to your point mm-hmm. earlier, yes, things are flowing really nice right mm-hmm. now. Um, everybody's working together. Everybody's kind of finding their little niche, you know, And in the different departments. There's so many different departments. There's so many different issues that can come up at one time, and everybody's playing their role. Mm-hmm. And I think we've got a really good council going right now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and some people are stronger sure. and like certain things other than – Other people don't, you know, like Greg, I know you kind of deal with some of the the highway and park stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, that uh, interests me as well, but other people might not be as interested. So they're dealing with the sheriff and different headaches. So, yeah, I think we all fill a a good role on this council and kind of round it out, you know and i'm in here at the room with two democrats i mean
0: only no, <laughs> no okay, republican uh, yeah but with county government a lot of it you know politics doesn't matter much yeah. about doing the right for the people and 100%. uh absolutely so yeah no that's good that's good um why did you get involved in politics in the first place what now we've known each other for many years yes uh when i was just running for state rep uh jeremy helped me out quite a bit and Especially with that Portage area, which I knew absolutely nothing about, you know. Yeah. So uh, there's these these two younger people just knocking on doors, running through the neighborhoods, and yeah, it's kind of cool. But why did you? You know, we talked about why Andy got in, my, me last week. Here, Jeremy, you got the hot mic. What's up? Why are you here? <laughs> it, well, why do you keep coming back? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Probably the most <more> important part. <laughs>
1: how i got here um it was actually you know i'm a i'm union bricklayer i'm a bricklayer by trade and um coming up to the apprenticeship program there'd be events my you know political events my union would get involved and maybe buy some tickets for this event or that event and then they'd be like is anybody interested in going to this you know fundraiser or event and it might have been like a labor day picnic in portage that i went to you know a long time ago and so i decided okay i'll take those tickets i'll go to it and I went there and I I looked around after a little while, well maybe not to take me very long to figure it out there just wasn't a whole lot of young people involved yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. And so you know I scratched my head a little bit, talked to a few people and was invited to come to, you know, uh, you know a couple party meetings, Democrat party meetings. So then I got in those rooms and continued to look around and realized that still wasn't a whole lot of young people <laughs> there either. So then I, I just started trying to engage and, and get involved in things. And it was soon enough, um, just got married to my wife, Nina, and we had bought, you know, kind of a starter home in South Haven. And, uh, you know, we just, then we had one of our, you know, our first baby Xavier, and we went trying to go down to the park and the grass was really high. It was a township park and was we he couldn't even. Was still really it? tall back then?
2: No, he, he was like
3: 10, yeah. 10 right now. Yeah, he's, he, he's grown like <laughs> the weeds at that park. Um, that time. For you listeners out
0: there, Jeremy's about 5'7". <laughs> <Just
1: saying. laughs> and, you know, so the park wasn't being taken care of, and I didn't know the reasons at that time. So mm-hmm. it was trying to figure out, okay, the park is run by the township government. So then I started engaging what's going on at the township. Why aren't we mm-hmm. taking care of our park, cutting the grass? And so then, you know, I found an issue that I was compassionate about, you know, parks in the community. So mm-hmm. then I started going to township boards you know, meetings and trying to figure it out, talking to the trustee. And then next thing you know, I figured, well, you know, if I'm going to make a difference, then I'm going to run for township board, oh, try to fix this. So that's that's where, you know, I just started going to a couple meetings and then realized there was an issue in my community, got involved with that mm-hmm. issue, and here I am like 15 years later.
3: <laughs> and let me ask
2: a township question because I probably should know this, but I don't. The township board handles everything in there, or are they... To refer to the trustee, or how does
1: that work? It's set up the same way. Uh, I mean, as all governments in Indiana, the township board is the fiscal body. Okay. Yeah, so they just the fiscal and legislative body at the township level. But the tr- and the trustee's the executive. Trustee okay. runs the day to day operations of the township. That
3: makes
1: sense. Did you win? No, actually, I, I lost my first run. Um, what uh, A couple votes. No, it wasn't really close. Oh. There were some. You um, knew. I, I, I was new, I, and, and one of it. the one of the. Um, people that I lost to was the current mayor Sue Lynch. She was oh, on the okay. township board oh, wow. and, and she was a formidable opponent then as she yeah. is now and so um I lost. I came in fourth place <laughs> and the top three move on to the general. So, <laughs> so close, uh-huh. but you know, that's not easy to, to lose an election and um but then it was uh, the next year she ran for city council and one imported, so there was a vacancy. And so then I put my name into the um, the caucus, and then I fulfilled her term on the township board for a couple years and started to learn the process, got involved, and... Um,
2: that's really interesting. And it's it, a similar story to mine, with parks
0: and, and getting caucused in. And well, I got caucused in. This did you? That's right. We yes. all three of us... Yes. That's interesting. We all got caucused
1: in. It's, yeah, you, you start cool. and opportunities to present themselves and I just finish the story, Porter's Township has beautiful parks today.
2: Oh. oh, okay. So, <laughs> so you, you, you got on and then you served three years there, or was it
1: a few years there? It was to fulfill the term, so I think it was two years, and I I think I served two more years on that, and then that's when I ran for county so council. Ran, okay, yeah.
3: that's interesting. And then was
2: your wife involved? Nina was involved with the township as well? Yeah,
1: she got hired after I left. She got hired by the current trustee, Brennan Clancy, so she kind of was the chief of staff there. So oh, she was working for Yeah, she worked that. for Brennan for yeah, quite a few years, and it was instrumental. Those Those two did great, you know at Porter's Township and, I always heard positive
0: yeah. things mm-hmm. well the good thing too is, is the fact that you ran you lost but you didn't give up you mm-hmm. kept going and, and now look where you're sitting because that's what too many people they just give up right away and say heck with it so that, that's perseverance and I know you Andy yeah. have also persevered I, I, I lost
2: was. against you yeah. One of the council members we just lost, Bob Paparod, as a yeah. matter of fact, yeah. and there was eighteen thousand votes in that election, and I lost by fifteen. So by it fifteen was votes, a very, very, very close race. Um, but obviously, I mean that dude's a powerhouse, you know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That guy is well known. That that gentleman is uh, someone I respect. That I don't mm-hmm. need to.
0: We'll, we'll get yeah. back. We'll, we'll come yeah. back around to that. Yeah, yeah. But that's all interesting. How how caucus isn't very common, and here three of us. <laughs> benefited from it but like you said I mean it really is easy to, to quit but I think it is
2: you've got to get your name out there mm-hmm. and, and uh, running for office isn't you know uh, just Working to get your name out there, but it's a big thing. It is mm-hmm. kind of a popularity contest. I, I mean, it isn't, but it is. You know, if, if people don't know who you are, then they can't vote for you anyway. Right. So, right. Uh, you know, it does make sense that that first one, I, I was able to advertise myself a little bit, put myself out. I'm sure Jeremy mm-hmm. the same, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of grew off of that. Now people.
0: Hate right. And being a <laughs> person helps too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Wow. So, Jeremy, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So now you got on a council. And, and that was a bit of an upset, I would imagine, because you ran against an incumbent. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, nice. Yeah, uh, Rita Stevenson. Okay. I've heard that, yeah, yeah. And uh, so tell us about that. that must have been uh, a little bit of exciting or a little bit of um, interesting that you, in, in, in the same primary, going against somebody that you have known for a long time and that other people have known, but mm-hmm. you got to kind of convince them that you're more than worthy. And uh, how, how, what, what was that like? I mean, <laughs> hard work. That's what it, is. it was
1: hard work. She was a a well a well established name. I mean she was she was a really good person. Um so it was, you know, in the primaries it splits the party up but it just worked hard. I knocked on doors. I made sure to just knock on a lot of doors and just try to, you know explain tell people who i am you know where i came from a little bit of history but you know i I did graduate from portage so Mm -hmm. you know been involved in portage Mm -hmm. you know township for a long time and just try to help people and when it was time you know i just went out and asked people for their vote i mean Mm -hmm. just i think that's a big thing it's a a lost art in um politics Mm -hmm. is really Mm -hmm. putting yourself on people's doorstep and asking Mm -hmm. them for their vote
3: absolutely
1: it's it's you know, it, when they come to our meetings, you know, we kind of get to control the, the environment, but, you know, putting yourself on somebody's doorstep and letting them ask whatever questions and grilling them and, you know, presenting yourself and asking for their vote, it, it goes a long way. It's it's kind of old politics. I know the last couple elections, you know, because of COVID hasn't allowed that so much, but I, I think it's important for for people when they run, don't don't be afraid to knock on doors and introduce yourself to people absolutely and ask for that vote
3: absolutely
2: yeah that that shows people you care that you're going to put in the time and effort. Mm-hmm. again you don't have to do anything once you're elected to a public office you could sit there and do nothing all day never show up yeah. I mean you won't get reelected but you know it shows people that you're you're really giving the, um, giving it your all and um, yeah I I agree hundred percent it's very important to go out there and knock doors and, and meet people and give me the opportunity to give you feedback you know right yes yeah. Uh, so you ran this last election three years ago. You're running again, right? For coming this year, you put your name. I on am, I did. I put my name
1: on the ballot again. I, I think mm-hmm. that we're doing great, um, and I think we have a little bit of unfinished business. I'd like to see through.
2: Absolutely, we have a lot of projects, a lot of irons in the fire, and, and mm-hmm. uh, you, as our leader, uh, our executive, our president, have uh, you know big big part to do with that. So mm-hmm. there'd be a change up if you left, so don't go. <laughs> we'll be up to the voters. Okay,
0: oh, <laughs> <people. laughs>
2: But anyway, so you had a lucky election when I, I was it three years ago, where you ran, or four years ago when you ran, and you didn't have to run against
3: anyone. Well, that was nice, huh?
1: Well, that's nice. Hope that's an indication that I was doing good Absolutely. and people who were happy with what I'm doing. I'm trying to represent, you know, Portis Township specifically. That's who I represent, but the county as a whole.
2: So, I guess I said that out of jealousy
3: because I had to run a primary. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yes, and speaking of it, Frank. Yeah, I won't know that feeling
2: for a while, maybe. And, and if we can just take a minute, real quick, we wanted to remind everyone we're listening to WVLP P one O Oh, I can't say one oh three one by went blank. And this is the Porter County Buzz. You've got uh, Greg Sims as one of your hosts, Andy Bozick as another, and uh, Councilman Jeremy Revis from uh, Porter County Council joining us today. And, and we're president. President. president Jeremy Revis. That's right. Oh, President <laughs> <laughs>
3: <Absolutely. Yeah. laughs>
2: So we were just talking a little bit about Jeremy's uh, past, why he got involved, where, where he's going, or, well, what his plans are to, to kind of continue to run and then catch you guys up. That's where we're at.
0: So, yeah, now Jeremy, here's another thing. Out of all the years on the council, what do you think was uh, what do you like the best about it, or is there? If if he says Dan have- Witten. I'm giving him. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm just joking. Our <laughs> family helping yours. <laughs> is that free advertising? <laughs> it,
1: it's you know when I did run you know from the township board and in the county. You, you know, you don't really realize everything that you're responsible for and how much it is budgeting. You know, you think, well, maybe I can do this, maybe I can do that, and you sit down and you start those few meetings, and you're just, you know, you're transferring money, from, you know, within departments. You're doing mm-hmm. additionals and you're going through the budget session. It, it really is mostly all um, financial related, in our, you know, in our role. So that was a shock as we dig in, and the county is so big that with so many different departments and so many different budgets and funds that it, it can be overwhelming and it, it takes a little while to really get your feet on the ground and understand what's going on. Going, you know, the first couple budget session, sessions is just mm-hmm. mind numbing. Um, <laughs>
3: yep.
1: So it was then, and, and there was some tough times early on. I mean, politics can come into that room and, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we, there's times where we weren't getting things done. There's times where there seemed to be more infighting in the mm-hmm. county than being productive so i've seen a swing you know over the last couple years where the communication's gotten better that it's not where people aren't running down the hallway and saying oh i gotcha you know and you know it's it's more production right now over the last couple years it's probably been you know the most fun i've had just the the amount that we've done you know our facility upgrades our infrastructure upgrades you know Mm -hmm. we've we're a really conservative county when it comes to, you know, taxes and bonding. We just – we're conservative because that's what the taxpayers want, and that's who they elect as, you know, fiscally conservative people. And But we've allowed ourselves to be able to do some great things over the last couple of years. And, yeah, it's $30 million in facility upgrades, $20 million bond for our stormwater. You know, we're starting to get into our br- roads and our bridges mm-hmm. more. We're, we're just – we're moving the county forward so it's it's been really fun to be a part of, you know, taking care of our employees, making sure that, you know, we give great raises year after year. We're giving them good great facilities to work in. We're going out there, and, you know, in the communities and fixing the infrastructure. So the last couple of years have been really fun, and the positive you guys have been part of it, the positivity that's involved in county government right now is, it's a relief. Really, it's exciting to be part of. It's not, you know, we're not trying to stab each other in the back, and, you know, it's it's what can we help each other do to make, to push this county forward? Mm-hmm. So.
2: No, and we've had, I mean, you just mentioned quite a few great projects. Uh, we've got some cool ones up, coming up, you know, that are still in discussions. And uh, we've really done some, some mind-blowing things in the last four or six years that I've been involved. You know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, before that, I'd be honest, I didn't pay that close of attention. I don't know what you guys did. I always thought you
0: guys were the executive body, too, but I haven't. Well, <laughs> and we talked about yeah. that last week. Is, I, I think... You really don't know until you get involved, and then it's like an onion, you know, when you start peeling layers, and next you know there's another layer and another layer.
2: Well, and that's like earlier this, or earlier last year, we started discussing the bridges and where we have some problems in our county, and one of the things that kind of blew my mind was that there's a bridge that's by my kid's school yeah. that is that so I think it was 12 ton limit right now or 14 and if it goes down two more tons to a, a right. 10 limit or a 12 limit, ton limit bridge the school buses can't go on I mean that's yeah. terrifying yeah. so I mean these yeah. are things that we're, we're finding out as council members and we're immediately um, with the commissioners with the um, yeah. Bob Thompson and, and their department Stormwater Stormwater right, there you go right. um, immediately taking action or putting a plan in place and, and that's that's from good leadership around the
0: county and that comes from the commissioners the council department heads I mean everybody it really does and, 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 with our roads, making sure our roads are, you know, Rich Sexton with the the highway department, you know, that crew is, yeah. is, is the whole, all outstanding. You know, I, I, and, and we said this earlier today, or uh, earlier in the other shows that it's a great bunch of people in the county. You know, yeah. we have great employees and a lot of them really, really care about their departments plus the county, so it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's, it's easy to work with people like that, and I think that's what Jeremy was saying, too, you know.
1: Yeah, and I, from when I <laughs> first got here, there's been a, a huge change over in department heads, and the, this, the Board of Commissioners have done a great job of finding some talent out there, and, and we do have great department heads now. We have great employees, like you said, are, mm-hmm. from the elected officials right now to the employees to the department heads, you know, everybody's seems to be rowing in the same direction you know I'm and, and that's what maybe you know decide to run again it's I want to be part of a winning team right now and I think we're winning
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: who knows what's going to happen. I mean, just to Let's talk real quick, <laughs> we have got we know Jeff Goods decided not to run for commissioner. Uh-huh. So right now we have two Republicans that have had their names in. A, has there been a Democrat that it's announced yet or not? I have not. I have no, not no I don't believe so. so. But I expect there to be yeah. one. And at that point, you know, whoever wins that election can really change where we're going, depending mm-hmm. on what them and the other commissioners decide to do. So mm-hmm. it's going to be an interesting year. I'm glad you're planning on
0: sticking around both of you guys. Well, well, for me, it's up to the voters, because well, I'm yeah. invested, you know, Jeremy, uh, yeah, uh, that's okay, yeah, we do what we can. But,
2: and that's what's great about both of you guys, I know that no matter what, you know, like me, even if I lost an election, knocking on wood, that ain't happening, but I'm just saying that, you know, I did lose an election, and my immediate thing was to get back involved in burns Harbor, and I, I joined the Plan Commission, and uh, actually was working quote-unquote for my wife, because she's a town council member. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Jeremy, do you um, do you have any kind of stories you want to tell us? Anything fun that's happened on the council? or Anything that kind of pops up to you that you'd like to talk about? I know it's kind of putting me on. The what spot. is your most
0: embarrassing moment? <laughs> Love
2: to hear that. If you got one of them, <laughs> if the story involves even better. No, I, it,
3: it's it.
1: It hasn't been easy. That's for sure. um you know there was a um i think it was my second during my second term that you know and we see in the the national news which i try not to pay a whole lot of attention yeah. to because it's crazy it, but um you, all the gerrymandering and stuff that, that cool. you you hear talks about i, I was drawn out of my district at one point. Really? Uh, you know, I think well, my interesting. I, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it was intentional, but, uh, <laughs> but you know, as, as I thought at that time where, you know, you know, I could say I was drawn out of my district and I thought, no, I'm not going to allow, you know, one person to draw me out. The voters put me in here, you know, I'm, they're going to have to take me out if they don't like me. So... We uh, threw a for sale sign in our yard, and we moved back into
3: my district. Uh, so
0: my new district. I have not heard that story before. Oh, yeah. Now, what district did you get moved into? What's the fourth,
1: <laughs> the, the South County. Oh, okay. So, okay. so yeah. Um, it, it just forced us. We had been growing out of our house. Me and Nina had been talking about it. You know, we had two kids now. And as you can see, you know, with my son, he could eat us out of a house (laughs) but he's he's a baseball star
2: i'm gonna throw that out Um, absolutely
1: so it it was it just pushed us to you know to move and find a you know a little bit bigger home as they were growing and soon become teenagers and hopefully you know they would be running around the house with their friends and doing things Mm -hmm. so you know it just prompted us to do something that we had been talking about for a little while and kids grow up so and you found went
0: further in a district so if it ever gets redistricted again, that'd be way too if well, you're not on a the border <laughs> they just did
1: that again. the commissioner just did that, and I was you know I was hiding you know making sure uh, <laughs> there, wasn't, there wasn't a lot
3: of changes there, wasn't any changes there was not no changes there, there was no changes I think
1: the the way things grew it must it must have grown an even enough um you know portion that they didn't have to change anything That's
3: interesting. So. yeah, mm-hmm.
2: So that's all based on populations, just yeah. so you guys know. And they do that every right.
0: 10 years, correct? Yeah. After yeah. the um, census, and
3: right. district the following year? The oh, yeah. following year. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. So yeah, we won't be tackling that for 10 more years. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, well, that's, so really that's really interesting. I guess that's the story
1: I could share, just because you know, everything going on in the national politics here about gerrymandering and stuff. So mm-hmm. I was part of a redrawing of a, a district.
0: Well, but again, too, your desire to keep... Representing, you know, on the council was, I mean, I don't know how many people were willing to move right. yeah. for that, you know. I mean, but I know you're, you know, you all grew the house and other stuff too, but but still, that that's a commitment, you know.
1: It, you know, it was a fight. I wanted to show, you know, the constituents that I'm a fighter, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't going to go out like that. So, <laughs> I, you know, put that for sale sign yeah. in the yard and.
2: How does your wife feel about all these years of involvement? And I know she's involved, too, if you want to talk about that. But, like, that's got to put a lot of stress on her, too, because you're getting constant phone calls. I know you and I talk a lot, and she's in the background, and here's our jokes.
1: (laughs) It it is a lot. If you do the job right, and I know both of you guys do, too. You guys put your time in. You know, I can see it, you know, through being in the building Mm-hmm. hearing things, seeing the emails, you know, it's if you do it right, you're putting in a lot of time, maybe a couple hours a day, you know, at times, you know, definitely a couple hours a week, and then it depends on what's going on, budget session, and we know it's a lot, it's definitely a couple hours a day. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, you know, my daughter, highly intelligent, she's actually ranked fifth in her class at Portage mm-hmm. um, right now, she's a senior, she's, you know, trying to figure out where oh. she's going to go, but,
0: you know, mm-hmm. Harvard,
1: you <laughs> Are you uh, like No, I, I think she I have to, to get a, <laughs> a third or fourth or fifth job. Um, you know, we would come home, and, you know, it's a long day of, you know, at work, and then, you know, maybe something, meetings, you know, with the county, and then it's, you, you unwind, you start talking to your wife, so it's bouncing back, so then the kids come in the room, and. You know, are you guys ever going to stop talking about that stuff, you know, because you're you're decompressing, you're sharing what happened in the day, and it becomes a lot, it really becomes part of, you know, your life and who you are, because you really, you're passionate about it, you want to make a difference, you want to figure out, you know, how to solve a problem, so you're talking it through with your wife, so it, it becomes part of you know, the everyday conversation, you know, at mm-hmm. the dinner table, and, and the kids become part of it. And mm-hmm. my son, not so much. He's more of the, you know, but he's going to school for engineering down at oh. University of Indianapolis, where he plays baseball, and he never really engaged. Well, he's
0: a star baseball star player, Pitcher. 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 yeah the a Yes. Wait a yeah. Jeremy's not going to say that, but we'll be Which glad to I've seen this, video. Video. <laughs> this kid hours <powers> over <laughs> these banners, man.
3: <laughs>
1: so, he, yeah, he's good. He is, yeah. He's 6'3", 215-pound lefty that... You know he can he can throw hard. So, um, but my daughter kind of she's picked up more of that passion. You know, um, you know about how about social responsibility, being involved, and she's highly intelligent. So you know she stuck around in the room longer than my son. I guess my son grabbed his mitt went out to play catch, and my daughter stuck around and listened to me and you know Nina you know you're going to see everyone
2: doing that yeah, yeah oh. absolutely hopefully it's Rebus right. versus Rebus <laughs>
1: if it's my wife or daughter I'll lose
2: <laughs> I lose those battles every night I know that life
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah no that is awesome and that's so cool to hear that she's interested in, 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 in making a difference in the world you know in a different way than your son because your son going with engineering didn't move
3: mm-hmm. it that way
0: it yeah that's all but the other thing too that, that we had never really mentioned a lot I'm sure the people that are listening have no idea that that what we do is a part-time gig. You know, we're not there all the time. And uh jobs. yeah. So it's not like when you see, you know, like Chicago and these other places or some of the other districts that have representation, that's a full-time gig. You know, so, you know, we're putting in a lot of extra time. Uh yeah.
1: It is. It, and that's why it be, your family becomes part of the conversation mm-hmm. because exactly, Greg. You mm-hmm. go home and it's us conducting. We're conducting business usually in the evenings. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the wife may be doing some of her work or the, the kids may be doing homework. We're on the phone around the kitchen table in the kitchen mm-hmm. and the living room talking, you know, whether it's to a constituent or a fellow, uh, you know, elected official, you know, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. So, yeah, we, we are part-time, so it's – but sometimes it doesn't seem like it. doesn't, right. <laughs> <you know.
3: laughs>
0: Again, it's what you put
1: in, yeah.
0: Absolutely, yeah. and, and even sometimes, you know, I feel like you go out to the store and someone might grab you, or you go to a restaurant and someone might grab you, and uh, I call it hijacking, you know, we get hijacked quite a bit, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's all good. No, but um, I, and I
3: think
2: that everyone, as far as I know, everyone on the council makes himself accessible. I know, yeah. I know for a fact that you guys do, you know, as far mm-hmm. as to the, the council member and to the constituency, or whoever mm-hmm. just wants to reach out to you guys and, and complain. Um, which sometimes can take a long time on the phone, <laughs> but you got to hear people out. Right. You have to hear them out, and and you can't understand their problems if you don't listen to them. So I I think that's uh, why our part-time gig sometimes is a full-time gig, right? Or good good God goodness, but uh, during budget season, that's a
0: full-time couple weeks, you know. <laughs>
3: absolutely, absolutely.
0: So well, What else, Jeremy? Um, greatest challenge you've seen. <coughs>
1: greatest challenge is probably the budgets, the budget sessions, you know, and it's trying to, you know, it's, you know, again, I I believe that the direction of the taxpayers in this county has been, you know, we believe in, you know, fiscally conservative, you know, Mm -hmm. county and to be able to do what we're doing now, we want to make sure we take care of our employees. We want to make sure we take care of our buildings. We want to make sure we take care of our infrastructure and, you know, we don't get a whole lot of new money every year. Um, so it, it's doing all those things every year, you know, with a short amount of new money to be able to do everything. It, mm-hmm. Budgeting is challenging, um, but it, we've been able to build up, you know, a reserve in our general fund. We've we've been able to do some good things with a, you know, what the the lowest tax rate, income tax rate in the state of Indiana. I mean, mm-hmm. we, uh, we have a very very low, you know, tax rate, you know, mm-hmm. altogether for the property taxes. Um, mm-hmm. So, but we're doing good things. So, to continue to do the things that we we can do for the taxpayers, you know, and keeping taxes low, it, it, that's, that's the challenge, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. we do have a lot of things ahead of us, like we talked about. We, you know, the, the jail is at, at the age where we got to consider what we want to do with that, you know, um, as the jail population has gone down, you know, and the talk, you know, with the mental health issues out there, you know. It, it, how it, old is the jail again? Like 20? 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um and, and the bond is up. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the bond is up now. Um, so you know, it, it's do we reconfigure one of those pods into you know a work release or you know mm-hmm. some kind of mental health you know area over there? And
2: there's some building maintenance that has to be done too. Correct? Yeah, I believe the
1: roof. I, we're waiting. We're waiting on Skillman. You know, is doing an assessment. I, I heard it could be to us in February sometime. Oh great! They mm-hmm. did an assessment on the building to see what the needs are um, to the building. And then we've kind of collectively got to decide, you know, which direction we want to go in that. I know we've got a center garage that is, you know, True. probably, you know, one of our worst buildings so we've got to take <laughs> no care of. Don't that. Think
3: we are <laughs> But
1: it's, 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 yeah, we've got to take care of that, you know, um, yeah. you know, all the, the opera house that, you know, it's been a, right. an issue. It, it's, it's still our building. It's a, it's a war memorial that we've mm-hmm. got to take care of. Uh, so, you know, the admin building and, you know, it's one thing we don't really have is big meeting room, you know, especially, and I think that came, you know, yeah. apparent during COVID. You know, if we got a crisis like COVID hits, and you mm-hmm. know, we've got to sit down almost like a war room. We don't really have that where people could space right. out and right. spread out, and mm-hmm. you know, or maybe if the commissioners wanted to call in all the the mayors and the clerk treasurer, the town council presidents, you know, just talk about what's going on. You know, we don't really have that big meeting room, and so there's there's things that we still you know have to take care of, um, you know, in, in the future here. So there's there's a lot of work to be done still
2: and i think that's what's so cool is that you know we're able to talk about those today and the people now understand like what we're thinking about in the future some of the mm-hmm. projects that we're I, the, the co- commissioners at the mm-hmm. counties in discussion nothing's happening right now nothing's being done but other than discussions that we're thinking about tomorrow we're thinking mm-hmm. about our buildings our plans of how we're going to be able to just operate with the public just to come in and out of our buildings and stuff and i, I think that's uh i'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. It's a very important
0: topic. And our parks, you know, trying to get stuff in it, and we're, you know, <laughs> hopefully we'll be getting a new superintendent. Where are we too. with that? Yeah, let's. Uh, have, have they they've been they've, doing the interviews or? I really don't know? No, they. The last we heard, it was three people that were being considered for interviews, but no interv- interviews have been scheduled yet. But and this is for the it, park superintendent, correct? On the parks for the county. Right, right. So it's been about six months since we we've, we've got an interim, right. you know, and things are things are running smooth, but. You know. Yeah, but you want to get that, that piece of that puzzle put yeah. in possibly Once you find the right person, you don't want to Absolutely. Abortion. Yeah. So, so let's this.
1: get going. You're right, absolutely. So and parks are huge. I think that's ho- hopefully the a new direction we can breathe some new life into that mm-hmm. department and our park system in the in the mm-hmm. county. It's an, it's important. One thing that you know Andy you have some younger children. I, yeah. I have some younger children and one thing with COVID I'm seeing for sure is the, the children. This has taken effect on our kids the last couple of years,
3: mm-hmm. you know, with
1: missing a whole year, with a lot yeah. of them still being inside, just, you know, things were yeah. shut That's down. Social. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it, it is. Yeah. And it's, I think we got to make certain not to say that other groups too haven't been affected. Um, you know, we're, we're hearing, we're trying to listen to, you know, constituents about that because we do have the art money and we've got a, quite a bit of money that we could, Give out mm-hmm. and, and help, but the, the kids, you know, I, I sat on the phone for some time today and just talking about the opportunities for kids. Do we have enough opportunities for kids, you know, and whether it's baseball fields, soccer yeah. fields, whether, you know, just for them to get outdoors and, and do things, to get back outside. and See,
2: that's the video games and away from the drugs, because I know that's a huge problem in mm-hmm. Chesterton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a huge problem countywide. Right, I right. <laughs> But I mean, there's been so many of my friends that I've graduated with that have died from heroin over Oh, uh, It's
3: uh-huh.
2: just, It's almost the norm in our community, you know? It's scary. Uh, so I agree 100%. I really like to see us do something to get those kids mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you mentioned the ARPA money. Um, <clears throat> if you wanted to kind of talk about that, I know we talked about it in our last council meeting that you have, you and the commissioners, or us and the commissioners, are going to be uh, setting up committees and um, do you want to kind of talk about what we're doing
1: there do you not want to bring that up now, no it, it's fine I mean it's it's a, another big um, task that we have here you know this year I think the the sooner you know I think the need the, the purpose was to get the money out and get it out into the communities you know to help mm-hmm. um, and you know I know the, the the first part that the commissioners you know put out there and it, it's People have to understand, it's a, you know, it's a it's a working document. Mm-hmm. The first one they put together, as you can see, if you open the paper, you see other communities right now amending their plan, you know, as things are changing. Mm-hmm. You know, the commissioners, because we wanted to put their premium pay in there, you know, they, they passed their, their first, you know, plan. Um, and that's
2: the premium pay for our first responders.
1: First responders, mm-hmm. yeah, our um, public safety. So they, they needed to get that passed, you know, in time for the budget and then, you know, the other things that were in there had just been things that we've been working on for years and years and years. You know, stormwater stuff, um, the Calumet Trail. Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. about outdoor stuff, I know path, right. Greg, you've been mm-hmm. you've been kind of digging into that a little yeah. bit. Um, uh, the Opera House has been on the books for years and years, so. Um, you know, we we put money in there for a mental health study. So they had put for And the
0: trustees? The trustees, Yeah, right. Thank they you. They got money. Right. We
1: mm-hmm. divided that up, I think mm-hmm. initially, $150,000 so they can figure out where it needed to go. And you we divided that based on population, population. right? fair. Yeah. 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 So that first part was put out and it um, right during budget session because of the premium pay and then they just, you know, the final rule hadn't been out. So they, you know, they looked at Projects that had been on the books um, and that they believed, and um, and we did too, because we looked at it and kind of gave it the you know first nod that they all fell within the treasury guidelines. So as we're moving forward, you know we we had our first kind of public hearing at the opera house where we listened yeah. to people, and then the commissioners um, opened up the the website. People, it's been streaming in, kind of poured in, you know, right after they put it up. Now it's trickling in people's ideas, and you know, and then at our last meeting we opened it up, but now the idea is, you know, the people are saying more, more public input. So the commissioners, mm-hmm. you know, have heard that. I believe they're going to move forward and, you know, structurally put these different committees together and mm-hmm. we'll participate in that and get more public yeah. input. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll have anywhere at least between 16 and, a half and maybe $20 million that we can continue to spend out in the community. And that's a lot of money. Yeah, that we, have
3: a really
2: big impact. That can right. have a big impact right. on
1: different organizations, you know. and <laughs> And that was part of... I wanted to express at our meeting was, you know, it's easy to come in and just beat people up and beat ideas up, but you know, what are your ideas? Right. And and, right. and and what organization are you tied to? We can't just we can't cut somebody a check or some person a check. If we're going to do it, it's going to have to go to an organization that is, you know, attacking a problem. Right. So, I you know, if you're passionate about an organization, tie yourself to that organization, and, and, and come and approach mm-hmm. these committees with right. what's the issues out there, and how are you going to solve that yeah. problem, and what could a certain amount of money do to you know help right. in solving that problem, and I think it, I'm excited for these committees to get working you know over the next couple months and listen to these. And the
2: committees you know, are going to kind of be broken up like maybe community or what would
3: the committees? So you
1: can kind of. I believe the committees are going to follow you know the ARPA what what it could be used for you know. Um, so, so we'll be looking at. Infrastructure, which a lot would go under, like, infrastructure. For what students.
0: exactly, for the listeners, what exactly is infrastructure so they know?
1: Infrastructure could be um, a lot of things. Like, we know most at the county it's roads and bridges and, mm-hmm. and stormwater, yeah. you know, that we deal with. Um, but, you know, it could be broadband yeah. now. It could mm-hmm. be, you know, a lot of, you know, talking about solar panels on buildings. Valpo mm-hmm. doing that. Um, so there could be a lot of other, you know, components. I know um, environmental stuff. So infrastructure and facilities is one committee. Um, I believe another committee is going to be kind of uh, mental and social issues out there in the community. Right. And I believe another one was like nonprofits that, and right. businesses and, mm-hmm. and I think like the, the tourism um, right. Stuff, okay. so I think those are the three kind of subcommittees that will hold hold public hearings and, and mm-hmm. gather input from organizations.
3: Uh, that's great, and, and that's I wanted
2: to kind of explain that so people yeah. understand what we were talking about when we were saying committees that they'll right. kind of be guided committees, you know, that right. focus on one thing, they're focused on a, a broad area of things, I should say, but not all on the same thing.
0: We, we should be yeah. able to catch just about, if yeah. not all, issues out there, Absolutely. It'll go to some group right. and be addressed, right. but uh. Yeah, and, and and Jeremy, you you hit it right on the head. There was a meeting we were at the other day where we walked in and people had a plan. You know, they, they wanted to get a building constructed for some stuff, and we saw the building, we saw their ideas, and and it's nice to see that that plan versus someone just throwing out an idea without much behind it. You know, there's not much we can do when, when that happens. You know, so we're doing whatever we can to uh, to help out as many people as possible, as fair as possible. You know, we know that some people are not going to be happy. You can't please everybody. No. It's unfortunate. But it is, you know, we were very realistic. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, no one will go unheard. And, uh, and And that's been, and it, go ahead. Oh, yeah. But again, you're listening to WVLP, our community radio at 103, 103.1 FM. This is Porter County Buzz with uh, I'm Greg Sims, Andy Bozek, and our special guest today, Porter County President Jeremy Revis. So, Thank you guys again, uh, yeah now we have what you you got about a little bit of time left well, eighteen minutes, okay, two. do we want to talk about uh okay unfortunately, the interday Thursday night we lost one of our uh, county council members a uh, long time serving county council member uh bob paparod and uh and one of the reasons too that we we are excited for Jeremy to be on today is uh, jeremy has uh served with Bob for many years, and uh, you're probably the most experienced with him on our county council today, so uh, what would you like to? I'm just going to open it up to you and 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 say whatever you feel y- you would like to say.
1: Well, that his you know family and friends are in our hearts and prayers right now. You know, you know, Bob was a great man. Um, Sylvia too served alongside of him. I think mm-hmm. of my 12 years, I served 10 years with Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, he was off for a couple of years, but you know, like you, Andy, he had a passion for serving and, you know, he got right back in the, in the game, you know, after a loss. And, uh, Bob was just, his experience, his depth of knowledge on, on county government was huge and instrumental to so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, i was a straight shooter you know you knew where he was going to come from we did talking to him and then i think most elected officials in the department heads knew too you know if bob's sitting up there they better become they better come prepared and he knows
3: the numbers yeah, yeah. oh man like the man. and
1: you know and I, and I learned a lot from him with that too it, it shouldn't we don't act like rubber stamps up there and, and bob's been a big part of you know teaching me that too Jeremy, make sure you do your homework. Make sure you learn. Make sure you know. You know these are this is taxpayer dollars that you're protecting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and Bob did that. He was he was great at that. He, um, wow. So and he there was I, I'll say it. One of the the way to get Bob mad, irritated more than anything is you know we have a lot of different funds. You know departments. You know budgets under these budgets. They have funds. They know where he's going. And, go and, and some <laughs> of them are are gathered different ways. You could you know fee based funds or. You know, that right, you know? yeah, <laughs> non reverting or <laughs> perpetual funds where one department head, that money kind of stays with him. It doesn't go into the general fund. And, you yeah. know, if a department head or elected official comes in and says, Well, I should be able to do what I want. It's my money. <laughs> oh, then I, we all just put our head down. <laughs> and, you know, it's you Now it's coming. That would wake <laughs> Bob up in a hurry, man. It's no, it's not your money. It's the taxpayers' money. I don't care how you collect it. And, you know, that would get his attention fast. And, oh, yeah. But, you know what, no matter what, you know, even if you clash with him a little bit or if, you know, on the council, you walk out of there and he was just, you know, he'd call you on the phone and talk to you and ask you, you know, you know, did we do this right? How about that? He was, Mm -hmm. he just carried up until... You know, maybe a week or so ago, you know, I just, I'd keep calling him. I tried to call him, you know, once a week and keep him, you know, abreast of what was going on and always get his feedback. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just great counsel, you know, to have on there. To,
0: nice sounding board. Yeah. yeah. Well, his
2: history and his knowledge. Yeah. I mean, this dude had been serving on Burns Harbor. I mean, his parents did. Right. the family had so much involvement in our community in, mm-hmm. in Porter County. It was mind blowing. I mean, he, to me, I, I served with Ray and Bob, the brothers, and, uh, you know, they were both just such great people. I remember one day we were out I was going to put up yard signs and I'm out <laughs> there and i looking like a little goofy guy putting out the arts. I said, I'm on forty nine and this car keeps swerving at me. I'm like, it's mm-hmm. a truck. What the heck? So I look over and it's Bob and, and Ray, they're brought, you know, but putting up Bob <laughs> signs to compete with me and they're
3: smiling, Hey Bozak, what you doing, candy, you know?
2: And just just the happiest, you know, time they seem so happy to be out there together and uh, you know, we, we we lost Ray a few years back too and, and I, it was it was an honor to get to serve with Bob. It was an honor to get yeah. to run against Bob. He couldn't ask for a more classy dude, you know, or the guy that would call you and just give you crap, you know? And you're like, oh, Really? <laughs> At one point, he had his wherever I put a sign, he told his his guy, you put a sign wherever you see a vote for Bozak. I started getting calls. You know, why is there a pop I don't know. Let me call Bob. Bob just started cracking up. but then he had to go removed. But, you know, it's just, he was a great guy. And even during the debate, we had a debate uh, at the, uh, the opera house for the uh, Women's League of Voters. And he, I was so nervous because I really didn't know him. I knew his brother. I didn't know him. And he walked up to me. And he's bigger than me looking down at me what's up kid <laughs> you know like, i don't really want to be here he's like i don't really want to be here either i'm nervous he's like me too and it made me feel so much better because he yeah. sat next to me and he kind of was talking to me mm-hmm. i mean we're on a stage i'm new to, to to politics and running for stuff so i was really really nervous and he just he helped keep me calm and he was so nice i mean the guy just he was he was drunk but he was so yeah. nice
0: yeah. <laughs> His heart's in the right place. Yeah. Oh, I used, to, yeah. I used to call him Sir. He hated Do not call me Sir. That's my father. <laughs> and you,
1: as you know, Bob, he didn't. He didn't need. The job or anything he, he he did just fine in life, but yeah. he just was called to serve he, he enjoyed serving, he yeah. enjoyed going up there and fighting for the taxpayers, he enjoyed the back and forth, he enjoyed making us better too, you know, and that 's what he did too. He, he went up there and he made us all better. Mm-hmm. you know he taught us all something yeah he was it was, it was you know i 'm blessed to have got to serve with him. Oh
3: that's definitely an nice. experience. And I didn't even know the
2: impact that he was having on our parks. For years I served on the council and there was this ten thousand dollar fuel donation. Yeah. Oh, kid. that's right. You never knew done. what that was, never knew anything. Well, we found out. I think it was last year because he sold. Uh, was it Pinkerton Oil? Yes, yes, correct. He sold it so that they weren't making that ten thousand dollar fuel donation anymore. Yeah. But, I mean, what an impact! How many years did he do that? I don't know. Under the yeah. radar, nobody right. knew. Yeah, I mean, somebody knew, but, yeah. but the public didn't know. This guy just cared. He cared. Yeah,
0: it didn't matter. He didn't. Need, he wasn't doing it for the credit or anything yeah. else. Just it was, a, it was a nice and right thing to do. Absolutely. It, and when look, he helped me.
1: Maybe get a little more comfortable in, in, in my own skin. You know, you're, you're on the county council. You know, at first I had, oh, you need to wear a suit. You need to, you know, be all sharp dressed. And then, no, you no, know, you need to wear a suit. Oh, for, there was a few times I would dress up a little bit better. And then I would look over and, and there's Bob. He's got his work boots on, his blue jeans, and, you know, a flannel. And, you know, you know what? Bob's just being Bob. You know, just yeah. being himself. Just be yourself. You know, and, and that's, yeah. you know, I learned that he just, I would just, he was himself. He was comfortable, and he'd come up there, and he'd do his job, and then he'd go home, and, you know, it was just, you know, he, he was just fun to be around, and he he served this county well, and, this you know, it was, he was a gift to this county, mm-hmm.
0: for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You, you, like what said at the end, he said, you know, you got to be in your, t- when when people come to the so-called hot seat, which, uh, you know, we talked about that last week, um, yeah, they better, the department heads have to be prepared, they're going to be called out, and which is only the right thing to do anyway. If anyone comes in front of a fiscal body, they should have the numbers and be accountable to the people. And, you know, like you said earlier, we're not a rubber stamp. You know, we, we can't be. We didn't get voted in to be, you know. No. And, <coughs> and that the money will go really quick if we
2: are because um, every department is fighting for their department, and they should absolutely, absolutely. Um, if I really quickly can well, say that, uh, I just wanted to talk about Bob's uh, view, viewing is coming mm-hmm. up. It's um, mm-hmm. tomorrow between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. at Carl. tomorrow being Tuesday. Tuesday. They, oh, I'm Tuesday, sorry. We're recording, recording. We're recording. are I apologize. Good yes. catch. Yes. Yes. So today, <laughs> yes. Tuesday, when you're listening to this. Um, from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Cross Point Christian
0: Church on 114 East US Highway 6 in Valpo. Frontage. Frontage. just kind of veers off a little bit of route. 6. Okay. So, so and people are wazing it or, or putting it on the, the, the navigation.
2: Oh, it's right there. Yeah, correct. Okay. You have to come and the funeral will be at Cross Point as well. Um, this will be the next at 10 a.m. Wednesday. So, yeah, right. Wednesday at 10 a.m.
3: So I just oh, wanted to. No, at no I'm sorry. Anybody it, it anybody? Nice easy, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely,
2: And that's why we are recording our show a day early, because right. we will be in attendance
3: to that. Correct, correct. Yeah.
0: How, what are we looking at? All right, Jeremy, one of the other things, uh, since uh, unfortunately we have a, a vacancy on the council, um, there is a process to um, replace um, somebody that has left. And uh, like we had talked about earlier, all three of us have come in on caucuses. Um, but uh, since you're the uh, elder statesman in the room here, can you go on and explain to our uh, listeners what exactly, what's going to happen next to replace um, the council seat? I just want to clap. Oh, you called him the elder statesman? I love yeah. it. I'm
2: going with that from now on. I, yeah, I
3: might be a little bit older. No. but <laughs> Statesman-wise, I going to be years-wise.
0: Yeah.
3: Where has time gone? Uh,
1: so... Just like this year too, I I believe precinct committee men are up for election. So each party has a number of precinct committee men, you know, in each of their townships, their cities and towns, and the county as a whole. Those precinct committee men are really, you know, valuable. They're elected in the primaries by your parties, and you know, they're supposed to be kind of the grassroots for the party during elections and stuff. But they also are are very important in in this regard to where. So Bob represented the um, the first district, and so that would – I don't know the exact precincts of that district. You know, it's probably 20, 25, 30 precincts are, are, that he yeah. covers. So now all those precinct committee people, since he was a Democrat, the Democrat precinct committee people within that district will, will get together for a caucus. Um, you know, the party chairman will – You know, put out. You know, anybody interested in a seat has to file some paperwork. Then he'll inform the um, all the precinct committeemen that can vote the Democrats in that, you know, Doolin area. And then they'll get together on a certain date and they'll have a a little caucus, a little election. You know, there could be one, there could be four or five. I think I had like four people in my caucus. I think you were involved in a a, uh, caucus. And
0: Bob. Bob Hoard was in my really yeah. That. yeah for state
1: yeah. rep I mean this just yeah. brings the whole thing yeah. full circle the fact that we were all involved in a caucus and that mm-hmm. you were involved with a caucus with with you know Bob and with right yeah and yeah. so now Bob you know with his passing and you know that mm-hmm. seat will be filled now through a caucus so it'll probably happen within the next three or four weeks there'll be a caucus in the dueling area by the precinct committee People within that specific district, Democrats will get together and choose the person to replace um, Bob. Bob's unre- irreplaceable, yeah, but right. it, it you know to fulfill the term of that seat, you know, for the rest of this year, because mm-hmm. that seat is also up for election. All districts are up in midterms. Where Andy, you're up in the presidential, the at-large yeah. seats in the county, which we have three at-large, four districts. Mm-hmm. So the person who um, fulfills the remainder of this term, you know, will have to run again mm-hmm. you know if, our, if they want run it. right now
3: right yeah
2: now. right gotcha so and it's going to change things up a little for us too you know it's going to be interesting to see who that person is what kind of dynamic they come in with I right. mean you could have a person that wants to work or just work against
3: I mean
2: it's, you know you yeah. never know and yeah. so it's it's uh kind of nerve-wracking for us see you too to see right. who's coming i mean obviously whoever it is i'm sure will we'll fill the role well um can't
0: we'll fill the shoes, that man, i'm sure yeah absolutely yeah we have a
1: group i think that's yeah. why that will give him give that person he or she right? as Definitely. much information as possible because yeah they got to hit the ground running with everything going on so we'll we'll bring them on board and you know, give them as much information, which is a lot to try
3: to go. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, I remember the
2: first time I met with them, and they hand me the budget book. I'm like you want to scare someone away from the council? Hand them a thousand pages worth of budget. I was and like, "It oh, even read by yeah. tomorrow morning at seven a.m." Right? And it's was like, "Well." Yeah, and I have to accidentally left it there that day. Oh.
3: <laughs> uh huh. No, but yeah, it's, uh, it's
2: it's going to be interesting to see who, who decides to put their names right. in for that. I assume I know there's one Democrat that's already filed for for District One. Right. Um. So I expect that – for, the, for the, primary, so yeah, the primary, yeah, right, right. I expect mm-hmm. that person to put their name in. But I mean, can anybody, can any, anyone that's a Democrat that lives in District One? And I'm glad you said
0: that. Yeah, because it's gotta it's gotta be a Democrat. Um. You know, because it's a Democrat, uh, what was a Democrat, and seat, vacancy,
2: And I And I'm pretty sure the way that they, they know, uh, it's based on what you voted in your last primary or you have to get certified by the party chair. Correct. So, if I, in the last primary I pulled a uh, Democrat ticket, I am now uh, a Democrat. If it was Republican, vice versa, non I'm a Republican. However, if you change parties in between time, you have to go approach your party chair mm-hmm. uh, for Porter County, which would be Drew Wegner, I believe is his name. Correct. And um, ask uh, him to approve you to welcome you into the party.
0: That's right. Word. Right. Yeah. So, it'll be, uh, this is coming up soon, so we'll find out. Uh, well, we have a meeting in between, don't we? Yeah, so we won't be our next meeting. It'll be the following meeting, two meetings from now, right?
1: Yeah, I don't think there'll be time. Yeah. You know, there's probably some... February's
0: a short month. Yeah. There's yeah.
1: probably some yeah. certain timelines that he has to establish. So, yeah, I don't think that that person would probably be sitting you know, with us in, right. in February. Right,
0: yeah. So, well, yeah, so any of you out there, you're interested, uh, and you live, you have to live in that district... You cannot live outside that district. And Which, real quick,
2: is uh, kind of yeah. like Doonland, a little bit of right. Portage, a little bit of Valpo, but mainly yeah. the Doonland Slope uh, area, just to give you guys a heads up. But, again, it's you can look up the maps on porterco.org. And
0: just go district maps, and it's district one, and you'll see it'll be in pink, and it'll easily highlight the areas, absolutely.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, Jeremy,
0: did you have any... Thank you for joining us today, man. Yeah, it was awesome. We appreciate it. It was fun. I've enjoyed
1: the one that I... The first one that I listened to, you guys were, you know, having a good time and just informing the public. I I think that's great. Um, I'll go back and listen to the second one. You know, I won't listen to the third one. I, I hate listening to myself or watching myself, but I think... You guys just, you know, putting out, you know, information about what's going on in the county is a great thing.
0: Well, that's, so. and, that, and that's what's important. You know, again, people, the more people in our community know what's going on, the better off we all are. And and that's because ignorance is just, yeah. Communication is still, key for everything we're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, this has been uh, WVLP 103.1 FM. This is Porter County Buzz with, uh, I am Greg Sims, and we have Amy Bozik here in our Special guest today, and again, thank you for coming in, Jeremy Revis, and uh, we'll sign off now, and uh, we'll see you next week.
2: Yeah, talk to you next week. Uh, well, our show is re-airing uh, every Saturday at 8 p.m., and uh, we're on every Tuesday at 6 p.m., so right. see you then. Sounds good. You Thanks. Day.